Last time on the Lore Seekers ESO podcast. Whoa, whoa, duck! Get in the tables! Jeez! Dude, I told you, left at Coruscant. Man, you never tell me the right place. First it's Korriban, then they change it to Moraban. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> How are you guys doing, Mike? Um, well... Uh, I saw a certain <laughs> picture on there of um, Kashmir, which I was hoping wasn't yes. going to make the reel, but I, I guess you really can't leave Kashmir out. I'm like the weird girlfriend that's looking at him to go, hmm, he better remember. <laughs> uh-huh. When our first episode went live, it was exactly that. Everyone showed up. You have to have a certified uh, and authorized fingertip gosh. for measuring distance. Yeah. yeah. If I could virtually put my hands around that person's neck, maybe, okay, maybe shoulders, and just a little baby shake. And I'll sit in a corner and I'll flip a coin in the air or something like that with my character and just wait and be like, you do you. I I love that you RP that too, because how cool is that to RP that you're just like, no, do you? And you're flipping a coin (laughs) the whole time. That is so freaking cool. True story, (laughs) the last time I logged into ESO, the first person that whispered me was Rich. <laughs> Hi, stranger. The same sort of excitement. That was literally, <laughs> literally what I think the first person. Oh, real excited man. over some church well, bells. No, but anyway, it, was, it was all the ambient noise. <laughs> My Marcus goes, okay, I'm now going to the shower bus with trucks. You have to kill one of those people off. Oh, for f- And Why? From the shimmering shores of High Isle to the lava rivers of Morrowind. Join two friends as they share their adventures through Tamriel over a pint of ale. Grab your tankard, sit back, and join us in the Unknown Traveler's Tavern. This is the Lore Seekers ESO podcast. News, community, and most of all, Gather round, proud warriors all, silent now and standing tall. Bow your heads to those who sleep beneath the crown of Chalman Keep. The flames of war seared the land, crushing all with brutal hand. Dominion soldiers sought the throne. Chalman, undaunted, stood alone. Hoofs thundered o'er the sward, death neared for all, swift and hard. Defenders stood upon Chalman's wall, warriors brave, covenant heroes all. Forward came the Dominion hordes, with arcane spells and gleaming swords. Walls shook to siege engines' roars, rams thundered upon keep doors. The outer doors fell to the invader's barrage. Into the courtyard, elves and Khajiit charged. The inner door, too, gave when assaulted. or bodies and rubble, the attackers vaulted. The defenders made their might felt. Spells flared forth and death was dead. Fury rained upon invaders' heads, till Khajiit and elves all were dead. 
No time to rest, no time to heal. Doors and breaches they must seal. All was repaired, the damage undone, as another deadly assault was begun. Once again, fierce battle was fought. Death was granted where it was sought. Entropy rose inside the keep, swept over all, piled the bodies deep. Again, the bloody tide receded. Dominion foes, once more defeated, Orc and Redguard and Breton remained, proud survivors of Chalman Keep again. Dominion warriors attacked once more in numbers far greater than ever. They battered aside weary defenders, stopped only in the innermost chambers. Into the apse the heroes were hounded. Dominion victory cries loudly sounded. The chaos erupted as the pack swept in, seeing their enemies forces one thin. Caught between fierce anvil and hammer, Elf and Khajiit died in brave manner. Only Pact and Covenant soon remained. Then the defenders cleared the field again. A breath, a pause, a brief respite. The Covenant cause, now truly desperate, a final assault on the Dominion did mount. A massive wave, too many to count. Determined to conquer, refusing to desist. The Dominion force impossible to resist. The defenders resolved to fight to the last. No blow was wasted. No spell shoddily cast. One by one the gallant warriors fell. Breton, Redguard, and Orc died well. Their lives given up for Chalman Keep. They rest forever in honored sleep. The Dominion banner rose over the hall. A Dominion emperor then ruled over all. Peace came to Chalman, damage repaired, attackers dispersed, to other sites they fared. That emperor is gone, his reign long past. What remains of this day? What if it lasts? Just the display of courage in that final stand of those who stood and died at Chalman. Yeah, I'm going to warn you, when I take off these greaves, it's going to stink. It's going to smell really bad. Please don't. Yeah, I'm just saying it's going to be not the nicest smelling thing ever. Ooh. And now that mayhem is over, I can finally take these stupid things off. Please, no, please yep. don't. Yep, they're coming off nope. right now. No, 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 no. Oh, no. smell. It's, I think rot meth smells better. I might be sick. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Look, there's people. Oh, everybody. Don't mind my smelly boots. Come on in. Grab a seat. You're lucky that they're still letting us be in here. This is not our tavern. It, okay, Just no, saying. it's not. It's not our tavern. This is true. We are um, currently in the Victory Tavern located in Cyrodiil at the That's Elsewhere true. Gate. Yeah. So pretty cozy in here. Maybe we should take some of the uh, ideas from this place for the tavern. I may have pocketed a couple of the banners. Not. They're pretty and they're AD and I wanted a couple. There is literally an achievement furniture 30 feet that way. Well, they, they wanted gold from me for that stuff. I didn't want to give them gold. I was like, no, I don't want gold. I just, just want the banner. Oh, I want. <sighs> okay. What, what are, are we doing? Gonna, I can't take I can't take you anywhere. I no, can't. you can't. You can't <laughs> take me anywhere, anywhere at all. Maddie says no. cheap skate. I am cheap. <laughs> a little cheap. Uh, I'm good. How are you? 
I am doing very well. It has been quite the uh, couple weeks. There's been a lot going on. A lot. There has. Um, we've had like white streaks and mayhem and keeps and running around. And see, Gwen agrees with me. Just take the banner. <laughs> Why would I pay for a banner when I can just rip it off? I've earned it. You know how many times I've okay. died and resurrected at that's, a transit shrine? That, that's fair. That's this fair. Stupid Dominion. I'm sorry. Did you just call the Dominion stupid? I call the Dominion stupid, but I love the queen. That's, okay. It, yeah, it's a thing. You might, you should probably lower your voice. They're all busy and drunk. They can't hear me. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, We're probably man. the most sober people in here at this point. This, actually, realistically, yes. You more than me. So. Oh, that's also go. true. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, anyway. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for being here with us. Uh, yeah. It's a holiday today um, in the U.S. anyway. I know we have people from all over the world, but um, I just wanted to say really quickly while we're here. Uh, today is a day that we kind of honor those who have um, served and were lost um, in their line of service. And uh, also the people that they left behind that they loved very much and who loved them very much. So um, sending Anyone who is here with us and anyone who may listen to this, um, who's experienced that, a big hug from the Lore Seekers. And uh, thank you for being here with us today. So, mm -hmm. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, not to change the subject, but honestly, if you're going to take anything, you should just probably, you can put it in the heavy sack I brought okay. with me, if you want. Um, so That sack might be quite full at the end of uh, our time here in the tavern. I'm just saying, I saw some amazing goblets over in the corner over there that I think would look splendid in the bar. I think we should probably just ask them where they got those rather than steal them. Can, do you think you could fit a um, a hammer in there? Like, are, like Volendrung? Like, Is that like, maybe, yeah, like Volendrung? Can we, can you fit Volendrung in there? I don't think Volendrung will fit in there. Jail, can you bring Volendrung, please? Bring it over I'm here. I'm not tanky. I'm not tanky enough for that. If you need me to run a scroll, I'm your girl, but don't ask me to hold the hammer. <sighs> okay, well, um, you know what? No, no. Okay. Um, yeah, White Streaks Mayhem. Two weeks of absolute insanity. We have been running around. Mm -hmm. How much mayhem did you get in? Uh, a little mayhem, but not as much mayhem as I would have liked. Does that count? You're about the same as me. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, pretty much it was like coming to zero, sneak around, oop, dead. Sneak around to another place, oop, dead. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, I'll pour it out and go to IC. Oh, sneak around and dead. You yeah. know. Did you Except log in every day and with, get your tickets? I did, but I didn't completely get my tickets every day. So there were a few days that I did not get tickets for, but that's okay. Such is life. Um, But... There were a couple days that I did uh, PvP stuff with the PC Guild, and that is a well-oiled machine, my friend. Let me tell you. K6 um, is... Was it K6 leading at the time? Uh, I like, believe what? it was actually Sparky. K6, Thea, Sparky, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Matt was even leading cool. one time there, too. Yeah, they mm -hmm. are just fluid. Yeah, so it was a great, um, great time in there the day that I was with them. It was just a quick afternoon. I bopped in for, like, a couple hours or whatever. 
Um, so that was super duper fun. And uh, then there was a night that you and I went into the sewers. Yes. And hung out with good old uh, simulacrum. Yeah. Down there. Yep. So that was a good farm. We got some good drops out of that, too. There's a few gold drops mm-hmm. that we got out of uh, just hiding there in the corner. And there was a yellow group, a, a Dominion group just running around doing their thing. They're kind of like poking around in the different districts and they'd pop in and kill Molek Ball. And we just sat there. You know, we're, you and I were just killing things. Got a great screenshot. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, you walked out of there with about 10,000 Telvar, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I probably collected about 18,000, but I walked out with about eight. I died a few times. Yeah, um, was I, I, um, I was on my bomber at the time, wasn't I? You were. And then I went and hid behind um, a shield in the corner because I was like, oops, I'm going to miss my PlayStation tickets. Mm-hmm. And uh, that worked for a few minutes. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure your, your computer almost came took back. off. I It did. I came back to a death screen. So um, there was that. Uh, so not that much Telvar for me. <laughs> no, but you ended up you still, still super fun. I say you still walked away with like 6K. Yeah, I think it was about it was over five for sure. Yeah. By the time we were done. A decent haul. So. So, yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good time. I actually have have not been to the center of the sewers very much. Um, So it it was fun to kind of just sit there and hide and wait for a little bit. You know, you feel kind of like tactful and sneaky when you're doing it. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do something Mm -hmm. crazy. And some guys, some poor chump is just going to like wander in here and be like, "Ah, I've made it all the way to the middle. And then. Along comes Bacon and just two shots with an arrow to the head and just falls. And then suddenly half its Telvar just falls on his pocket. You're like, you're you're making me you're making me sound far better than I am running around in my PVE gear in the middle of the sewers. I would have stunned them. I would have a couple couple leaps or something like that. Yeah, I would have stunned them. (laughs) Made sure. I'm not going to leave you hanging there and be like, yeah, you go kill them. It's true. Fine. That's true. That's true. Here, sip on my coffee. That's That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, I did that a little bit. Hmm. What else have I been up to? Let's see. Hmm. Uh, we ran a normal cloud rust the other night. You did. You were with us for tipsy. No, well, no, that wasn't cloud rust. Oh, sorry. That for wasn't through. That was yesterday. We tipsy, ran the normal cl- cloud rust. We yeah. did ma. And, um, I, you all were gracious enough to let me show up for only the final boss, which seems to be my thing, apparently. In <laughs> that's what happened Realistically, on you're there for the carry. Well. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally, I, I'm not even joking. Every time I have been in Maw, it's the final boss, which somehow seems fitting, considering the fact that the time before that, when I actually attempted to run it with a group, probably... I don't know, five years ago or so, maybe a little longer. Um, we were in there for four hours. So uh, and we gave up at the last boss, like went through the entire trial. And then on the last boss, the tank bailed, a bunch of the DPS bailed. We couldn't fill it. So people were like, well, that's it. We're done. And I'm like, I'm never going to finish. And now I have only done the last boss. <laughs> for the past. <laughs> couple times i've been in there so oh it seems goodness. wrong but right somehow i i don't know but so we need yeah. to get you out more frequently to some trials for full completion mm. yeah. yes 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 okay. i need to feel like i actually earned it for a moment you, there. you, you guys um, have all heard this here now it's officially been said it's in the recording it's everywhere um bacon is gonna have to do some trials 
Yep. Gonna have to do it. Gotta gotta do it. Um other thing I did is I've run Scrivener's Hall a little bit. Oh, I ran it with Gwen, how did you like Gwen it? the other night. Oh, I love it. We've run it once. She and I did mm-hmm. it the other night as a uh, just a random normal and got it again. Um, and uh, we had a couple decent people with us, so it didn't take us too long, but it was just normal. So it was nothing like super crazy. We got a couple keys. Uh, didn't get anything, you know, really. Are you crazy. consuming the keys right away or are you holding on to them? Um, we use them. Should I be okay. holding on to them? Well, not to not, not to not to spoil anything, but there is a, f- a part of holding on to the keys that you need to do. I know in vet you get the different keys, right? Yeah. So there's so the Scrivener's Hall on the normal run, it gives you the small keys. And then on the mm-hmm. vet run, you get the large keys and they open a different set of boxes. However, mm. there is a. Can I just say it? Has, has, this, has this dungeon been out long enough that we could just say what happened? I, I don't know what happens. We haven't done if, it yet. It, we could say what it is. Okay. 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 Here we go. If you haven't run this dungeon yet, plug your ears or fast forward 30 seconds. No. I would say, yeah, fast forward 30 seconds. If you haven't done Scrivener's Hall yet, fast forward 30 seconds. Okay. Go Three, for it. Two, one. If you collect five keys per person, so four people with five keys, you unlock a hidden boss. What? Yes. Nuh-uh. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, I'm in disbelief. Uh, yeah. You know. Ugh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So Min- Minwe-, Minwe Pro in chat just hit the nail on the head perfectly. It doesn't matter in what sequence. I'm not going to spoil any more of it going forward. So if you're coming, returning back from the 30-second uh, jump, don't worry. I'm not going to say anything more. It doesn't matter who. You just have to have... At, the, at that time that amount okay yeah well guess so, i know what i'm doing yeah might have to be anyway. a little bit of farming that happens i personally sir i know we didn't even plan on talking about scrivener's hall but can we just talk for like a split second about scrivener's hall sure so i love the key gain that you get in the actual dungeon so mm-hmm. and i'm not going to call that a spoiler because let's be realistic here if you haven't figured out that you get keys for completing the dungeon, even on normal, you've been living under a rock. And I'm sorry, but you need to go and pay attention to the dungeon because it's a great dungeon. Very fun. Lots of cool mechanics and everything. That is that. Yeah. The fact that you get keys to unlock chests at the end to get additional gear drops, furnishings, motifs, all that cool stuff. I'm like, I love it. Yes. Zoss, I love it. You hit the nail on the head with this one. You really did. And I hope that you do some variation of this in all future dungeons. I think that's a great way to encourage people to, to play the content. Um, I hope the new trial has something similar to it as well, yeah. uh, which we'll find out soon. Um, yes. But I, I love that. I'm like, hey, you're making me have to play the content in order to get specific things. Motifs, style pages, extra sets. Um, probably even antiquities. I would definitely say that there's going to be antiquities that are going to pop into those dungeons. You're going to have to unlock the keys. Random chip. Yeah, random there's, drop. There's yes. furnishings in there, right? Yeah. Uh, really expensive furnishings too. Like two or three million. Um, That's crazy. So definitely worth That's it. That's talking crazy. That's talking crazy. So I'm talking crazy. Yeah. Um, I am both similar to you in the way of um, back to the actual Midjourney Mayhem. Sorry, White Street. Yeah. Mayhem. 
I'm similar to you. I didn't get all of my tickets. I kind of got a little sloppy. I got busy. Life happened. So I wasn't able to log in and go and do the things. So I didn't get all my tickets. Pardon? I will say really quick. I Hmm. hardly got any of the style pages. Like I got the previous ones or whatever. yeah, Yeah, I think I I think in the entire event, I pulled maybe three pages, which probably is clear that then I wasn't mayheming enough. But also, like, that drop rate. Ooh. Can we just take a know. moment and talk about the mammoth terrier bones? I warned you that I was going to make this comment. I you warned sure you did. about it. I was like, I'm going to make a comment about this on Monday. Yeah. Can we... Zas, look, I, I love free things. I love things that you make me go, as I just said with Scrivener's Hall. I love the fact that you make me go play the game and earn these things. It's Mm -hmm. been three years. I have so many bones. I probably could rival the graveyard. Come up with something else for the next one, please. Please come up with something else. You're a necromancer without being a necromancer. I really am. Yes, 110%. I really am a necromancer without being a necromancer. I love the idea of getting those bones. I think it's great. Cool. You got your faction pets. Great concept. Absolutely think it's amazing. But every second bloody box had a bloody bone in it. Really? <laughs> Give me a style page. Something else. Just not these stupid terrier mammoth bones. Like, I think there's like 400 or, in the guild bank right now. Or like make it some stupid exorbitant amount and then I can change it for a style page. Sure. Yeah. Or like, add another would, add another consumable. Yeah, that, I would take that. I would take yeah. that. Collect 50. It's like the, the siege? spider legs. The siege merit tokens. Oh, God, don't even be started about those stupid spider legs. Well, I actually did here. Speaking of siege, that is the one drop that I did get. I got a couple of those like specialty siege drops. Really? You got the the scryable one. I I, I think so. Yes, maybe one. I don't know. I think you have to collect this. You collect the lead and then you have to go scry for the Lancer and then you get the Lancer. Oh. Well, then maybe I didn't. Maybe I just got cold fire stuff. But I thought I saw one at one point. And I was like, what's that? So I don't know. Check your, mo- to go back check, and look. Check your antiquities. Yes, I'll go back and look. You should go back and look. I think I have like two or three. I consistently let them expire. I don't actually. Ever and a few people in chat are going to yell at me for saying that. But I digress. If you're going. Never mind. No, no. Say it. Say it. I want to hear it. Oh, no, what? no, what? no, what? no, no. If you are going to be in the tavern where the reliquary used to operate out of you need to scry your frigging antiquities it's gonna be like (laughs) is this gonna be like one of those like welcoming conditions if you want to join the tavern you need to have a minimum 500 scries under your belt first empty Uh, your pockets of all your antiquities and treasures and junk you picked up we're we're not gatekeeping the reliquary uh with (laughs) scrying amounts that's not how we roll, but also <laughs> true, true, <laughs> true. And there is a thing. Yeah. Matt says this one accepts a cold fire ballista. You know, you were just nailing that Khajiit voice this week. <laughs> Hopefully next week it's Argonian. No. <laughs> this one erects the spine <laughs> of satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. It's been a week. It has been a month. I have a piece of hair in my mouth that was gross. Sorry. What, um, what, what else have you? What else have you been doing? Anything else? Well, 
I may or may not have started the Morrowind quest line, and I am slowly, slowly progressing my way through the quest line so far. That's a thing. Nice. I am doing it. I'm actually kind of in, I'm intrigued. I'm learning and I'm deducing more than I thought I would deduce, which is mm. kind of surprising for those of you that know me. Um, my questing is it. it no, no, I don't quest. I, I'm horrible at it. My ADD gets the best of me and I get distracted and squirrel. Um, so you were doing really well the other night, though, when we were in a call together. And maybe it's because we were in, a call in the morning. Yeah, it might have been because we were in a call together, though, because you had a distraction that wasn't like like I was there, but I wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't like well, you, like, hey, I was streaming it to you. you were, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of forcing you to do it. You, you were basically holding me accountable to the fact that I needed mm-hmm. to be doing the quest, which makes yeah, it sound like nice- you're forcing me to do the quest, which isn't <laughs> actually the case. I just want to make it known. She is not forcing me to quest right now. She is clearly just supporting me. uh yeah no i wasn't forcing you to quest but we did have a nice conversation about bardow and lore so that was fun we did it was actually quite the conversation i'm realizing now the more that i start diving into the lore and i realistically i should have i should have picked up on this a long time ago considering i'm co-hosting a lore-based podcast um a lot of the lore you can start picking up while listening to the characters just talking and you start to be able to pull all the pieces in and then you start especially having played skyrim so skyrim is really nice in the way that because it's in the future there's a lot of reference to previous things that happened in the past so as you're playing through specifically like western skyrim when i was playing through you start to be able to pull some of the stories and and you're like oh i remember going to this place and there was a story about exactly what i'm doing right now and it's like what the hell um so you start to really pick up all the different things and yeah don't mind the giant rock floating in the sky it makes me a little terrified honestly every time i walk out of um the ziggurat and (laughs) okay boots shut up (laughs) a lot of the lore in this game can be found in this game Uh, it's funny i thought i would find a lot of star wars lore in elder scrolls online but uh, i'm finding a lot of elder scrolls online lore in elder scrolls online so weird how that works out eh yeah i was really hoping Mm. for the star wars lore not gonna lie yeah i know where you can find that i do too Uh, so yeah i have been doing morrowind and i've been doing a lot of tales of tribute and i've been doing a lot of crafting writs and uh, that's about it actually realistically yeah i did some okay. rp with a uh khajiit in uh western skyrim yesterday just playing oh, his fun. playing his little instrument what's the little instrument that looks like a it's like a, a a bass and a violin mixed together you sit down on this and like crouched and then you play oh, it like a bass um, but it sounds like a violin um chat it's not the help me out it's not the quanin it's not the no, loot it's not a, it's not a loot it's not a cello. <laughs> okay, maybe okay. chat don't help us out. Okay, first off, cello <laughs> is spelled. I we're, believe you spelled cello being, wrong. We're being trolled by by the chat. Uh, uh, <sighs> nope, it's not any of those. I love you it's a all. Piccolo. Um, I love piccolos. Great, great instruments. Very high yeah, pitch. No. Mm-mm. 
anyways, so yeah, there's a guy sitting there, it. and we just kind of RP'd back and forth for a few minutes. It's, it's absolutely not the accordion. <laughs> accordion. <laughs> but they need, to, they need to put an accordion up. in chat. <laughs> Can you imagine standing up at the top of Western Skyrim and just turning like... Skyrim? West, 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 Western Skyrim? It does sound like an Argo- Ar- an, an Argonian. This, it does sound like an Argonian. It does <laughs> sound it doesn't like, sound like an Argonian. My it God. sounds like an accordion. It really what does. What is happening? Oh, oh my boy. goodness. Wow. Wow. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, Ezraj. Thank Ez- you, Mirage. Thank you, Mirage. Ez- it's the Ezraj. There we go. So, he's playing the Ezraj. Um, uh, and we just kind of had our chat and back and forth RP'd for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes after doing my Ritz on my DK. And I was just like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. I like it. By the way, awesome. my DK is super tanky in Cyrodiil and I love it. Ooh. I was very happy to play. I, I hated my bomber because I'm terrible at it. But <laughs> I just need practice. You'll get better. You'll get better. I'm not giving You'll up on better. my bomber. I got a round two mm-hmm. coming don't up here, up. so... We've got some time between Don't here. Um, in terms no, of pressing, I, really. Okay, sorry. Oh. I just want to clarify this, Mirage. I was not the one playing the instrument. I finished my Ritz and came across somebody playing the instrument, and we did like a back and forth RP session. He was uh, he was busking, and I was going to pay him coin, and he said, "No, I don't want the coin." And I just kind of we just had a conversation. People are like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I'm like, "We're we're, we're talking." Hey, we RP'd in Leowin the other night, too. We did. Remember? Vaguely. What was that guy's name? Um, It was... Oh, was that's right, with the guy who kept, like, dousing the... his face in water? Yeah, the, he was he was drinking at the Way Shrine. Uh, and... Always stumbles um, drunk or something like that? Uh, drunkenly stumbles, or... I, I don't remember. It was something about... It was really drunk. funny. And, he was drunk. Yeah, and... We 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 did dances with him and then um, we cheered for him and yep. then um, I can't remember. He chatted back and forth a little bit, but it was fun. Yeah. It was good. And then he threw water in his face like 10 times with a macro and left. <laughs> yeah, it was quite interesting. And then he'd fall on the ground trying to wake himself up, pick up, start drinking. Like he, yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> dances, dances with, with drunkards. drunkards. That would be like a great it. name. There you go, Boosh. There is your new dances, arc- dances with Tankard. Oh, there we go. New Arcanist name. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Could be, could be. Speaking um, of the Arcanist. Wait, wait, wait. Hold oh, on. I have sorry. one last. I have, I have oh, one more thing to do, say about do two more things. Oh, I'd, I'll have to come up, make up something then. Just one okay. thing. <laughs> um. About questing, you were talking about you learn a lot through the dialogue of other people. Mm. After you finish your quest turn in, don't walk away. That's like the best advice I can give you. And also don't run right up and start talking in the chat menu. Like don't hit E right away. Walk up and stand there for a minute and listen and see if there's any like pre-dialogue. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times it will cut it off or you'll miss it. Because people are so quick to like E through the dialogue or whatever they're going to do, like you know xxxxx or even if they're listening to the dialogue then they forget and they like fast travel immediately or go wherever they need to go after they're done with that um 
let it complete and stand there for a minute and let the NPCs talk. And then sometimes, again, you can talk to them and they'll have an extra little tidbit or two to say. It's true. So I have noticed that with the sofa sill and um, mm-hmm. I don't remember his name, but the head mage person for him, um, that they mm-hmm. have a lot of dialogue pre and post interaction. And yep. then you can usually like, talk to the one person who will give you the quest give you all the information you better go through all that and then you can turn you can talk to Silva Sill and you'd be like hey let me talk to you about a few things and then that's it and he'll like have yeah, a few you things can, so you can actually do the same thing in dungeons too yes so like if you're in between bosses or whatever even if they don't have a quest marker if you talk to them again sometimes they give you like extra information that you're not that you would have never heard or known about you know they've really made a lot of the NPCs in the game alive Mm-hmm. So to so to yeah. speak, like they, they've given them personalities and lives and it's our job to basically go through and determine and figure out and learn about them, even in delves and dungeons, overland zone quests that are just random little like, hey, I lost my ring in the dungeon kind of tap, kind of quests. Um, yeah, they're super yeah. fun. Super fun. So that was it. That was What's my a uh, additional um to uh you know all i can say is septums and that's not right that's my additional two uh two gold that i'm throwing in for you you can call them septums coin <laughs> minwi says except in riven spire they are True. unalive also some of the funniest <laughs> dialogue you'll experience in my opinion you're gonna find in cold harbor drakes thank you i'll throw in my two drakes, two drakes. You thank go. you very much Gwen. perfect so <laughs> news let's talk some news there is so much stuff like a lot of stuff around the arcanist um i know twitter has been absolutely exploding as of late do you know how much longer we have to wait until necrom no tell me i want you to take a guess Mm. is it uh Three weeks? Uh, for you, yes. <laughs> That's a trick. That's a trick question. For you on console, yes, it is. That would be June twentieth. That was absolutely uh, a trick question. You didn't take my I did bait. Not take Dang your bait. it! No, not even a little bit. <laughs> Darn. But for all of us superior Darn. PC people, I'm going to get a lot of flack for saying that. So you know what? I'm going to redact that statement and just say, for those of you, yeah, I'm about those to of you, uh, there's, there's a few angry Nords behind me that are looking at me funny. Why are there Nords in here? This is the Old Mary Dominion. It's one Tamriel, okay? You can go wherever you want to go. I'm just okay. kidding. Can okay, I, can I finish on the news? Or did you want to keep interrupting okay. me? Yeah? Okay. You I can. wasn't sure, because I, I no, want to give you the opportunity to speak if, if there's ahead. something you want to say. You sh- nope, nope. Oh, oh no, I'm going to speak plenty okay. later. Sure. Feel free, please. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Take Thank it away. I uh, appreciate the bow. It was very, very formal of you. Yes, Necrom mm. is launching on console June 20th. But first, those of us on PC and Mac, um, and if you game on a Mac, you are my hero, um, we get to beta test the new drop on June 5th. So we basically get 15 days to basically work out all the bugs, all the kinks, so that when P- when console gets it, they get a perfectly amazing bug-free version of the game. Right on the launch day. Monday, servers go down, down for an hour, back up, boom, up and playing. Everyone's making Americanists because that's how it works if, every time, right? If 
If that's the case, we have a few um, DLCs and chapters that we need to speak with about you, you, because no, that's not how it works. Yeah, we don't. We, so I was thinking about it. Nope. I was thinking about Good it today, to. and I'm like, hey, so I took, I took the Monday off. I'm not going to work that day. I basically said, I'm not coming into work this day. Don't bother expecting me to be here. I'm not going to be here. Um, and they're like, okay, fine. And then I was thinking about it today while I was driving. I'm like, you know, with my luck, I should have taken the next off the day, day off because with my luck, the servers are not coming up until three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I cross my fingers and I hope that that's not the case. But with pretty much every launch, with the exception of what was... High Isle actually launched real nicely. It was a good launch. But mm-hmm. I remember Blackwood. Man, that was a that was a that was a struggle bus. So fingers crossed. Markarth. I don't remember Markarth. Was that rough? Neither does anyone on console because we all blacked out because we oh, had blue lovely. screens constantly. It's amazing. So it's okay. It's been better since then. Yeah. June 5th, PC uh, and Mac. Necrom comes and people are going to start making their Arcanist. People are going to be just head down right into the story, playing it. I think the majority of people are going to spend the first day just building their new character because they're like for the first time in what, like four years, we have a new character class that we can play and we're excited and we're looking forward to it. And I'm probably going to spend I'm going to be streaming that day on my channel, but um, it's going to be probably two hours of just character creation and then two hours of just wandering around being like, what do I do? I'll probably go (laughs) wander around the Tilvani Peninsula. That's probably what I'm going to do. But June 20th console. So that's PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and whatever other stuff that they're doing for their console names. I don't think they call their consoles anymore, which is funny because I'm an Xbox player. So yeah. <laughs> if you're playing ESO on a console, you're going to get to jump into Necrom on June 20th. And fingers crossed that it is a smooth launch for you guys. Um, and the same for that. Uh, and with that, mm. we are getting, like I said, we're getting a brand new class, the Arcanist, which we've mentioned multiple times. If you haven't heard about what the Arcanist is, okay, first off, where have you been for the last, what, month and a half? Two months? Secondly, go on to ESO.com. Take a look. Read up on it. There are so many things that are coming. You're going to get a brand new character slot. So they're giving us one free slot because they know that we all have 18 characters. And we all do writs on all of our 18 characters. And we don't want to get rid of any of our 18 characters. So like, okay, we're going to give you a free slot so that you'll have 19 characters. So how many character slots do you get at the base? 10? Don't ask me. I'm the person that has one character that they play all the time and three that are sitting there below level 25. Okay, so Min, we just mentioned you get eight to start. So that means now you're going to get nine. Mm -hmm. And then I think you get additional... So there's 18 that you can have in total. So there's eight to start. There's 10 available for purchase to the crown store. You're going to get one for free and you're going to get one additional in the crown store, which is mean that you every account could potentially have 20 characters. That's a lot of gold. Isn't it? Wait, did you do that? 18 plus two is 20. 
So eight and then 10 purchasable oh. slots. Well, yeah. Okay. I don't know I why. I thought it was less than that. you get to buy more but... slots than you're given. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, they give you eight as a base game. Okay. And then if you want to buy more, you can buy the crowns. Get eight by ten. Yeah, just like Min was saying. Yeah. yeah. Get eight by ten. So now you're going to have nine by default and 20 um, that you'll be able to get through purchasing an additional 11 slots through the crown store. It's a long-winded explanation about that. And I love it. We're going to have new travelers, zone, stories, collectibles, antiquities. There's a new trial, which is going to be appeasing to a lot of people. I know mm-hmm. that tipsy trials for PC will be doing um, a couple weeks of tipsy in the new Arcanist trial. Uh, math brought to you by Peanut. You know what, Booch? It's a reason why I'm not an engineer. Yeah, I don't do the math. I don't I don't do the math. But yes, if you follow the Elder Scrolls Online on Twitter, basically they've been breaking down every one of the skills that the Arcanist offers in the three different categories. So if you haven't realized already, each character class you're given has three skills that you can put points into, which each have five spells plus an ultimate. Each of those trees cater to a specific play style. So DPS tanking, which is damage resistance and healing, which is giving health and, and being a support class. And that's the case with all the different classes, Sork, Templar, Necro, all of those things. Um, and you can twist and adjust all those things so the Arcanists, they've been breaking down each of the different trees based on the different playstyles. So if you haven't already, jump on over to the Twitter uh, page for uh, the Elder Scrolls Online, and you can kind of get a, a preview of all the different... Um, st- <laughs> Still waiting on a class that says wiping your party. <laughs> Boots, you it's don't need a, a skill line for that. You just need me in your party. Yeah, it's called a reverse bomb. <laughs> And by that, I don't mean I don't mean a bomber. I mean, I'll die first. Then everyone will try and pick me up and also die to mechanics. (laughs) Sorry, I'm reading through the notes and you said it already happened. And I don't understand what already happened. The ESO live called the Arcanist Take Tamriel. Cool. I didn't read that link. I was at work all day. Didn't read the link. You want to talk about it? (laughs) Sure. Let me open it. Do you want me to all hear? I'm going to open it now, then, and uh, let's take a look at it. And okay, I'll read it. Uh, basically, all it is is saying that you can go back on your Twitch account for the Bethesda page, and uh, if you look, they have the um, senior community managers Gina and Amy, and Brian Wheeler, who's the lead combat designer, um, and some other special guests talk about oh. the actual Arcanist class. Um, they also had the uh, associate combat designer steven saratani i think is his name and then senior fx artist brian hahn and senior sound designer dylan hairston so they had all of them on to talk about um the arcanist class itself because i feel like more than ever with this particular release they were focusing on like the way it looked and the way it sounded um because i think they wanted to really Mm. kind of hone in on that you know, and make it different because we haven't had a class in a while. So I think they wanted to do that to really 
really separate out the arcanist from some of the other classes um so yeah it already happened but you can go back and absolutely watch it i actually have not gotten to watch it yet um i really need to go back and do that but it was actually 10 days ago so hopefully it's still there i think it might it's still usually be twitch has a 30-day thing so yeah especially for the larger channels like that so you should be able to catch it and if not a lot of times they recap it and put it back on the youtube, on YouTube for sure. and stuff so Absolutely. hopefully you'll be able to catch it mm-hmm. <clears throat> pardon me yeah. i got the next one up here um, and i kind of really want to mention this so okay um go for it yeah so developer deep dive giving tamriel characters their voices this was really interesting to me because i have a little bit of an interest in becoming a voice actor i'd love to voice act like huge for me learn about all of the tear tamriel's characters get their voices with this deep dive chat with zenimax online studios own vo lead becky ignoski um i was really surprised to hear that there are 300 approximately 300,000 lines of voiceover in just english alone and all of it is planned recorded implemented it's it's there it's done this is happening wait did you did you also say that they have over 9,000 pronunciations? I haven't made it that far. Is that actually a thing? 9,000 pronunciations of words? Yes, they have they have they have an entire like lore folder file whatever you have as a resource just for voiceover work and every time they get new lore or additional names, additional things like that, they add to it. Um, but it's basically their resource that they use for all the voice actors so that the pronunciations are relatively the same. Uh, and I believe it's somewhere I, th- I want to say that's what the number was somewhere in that actual article. It says that there's over 9000 wow. different. That's amazing. References. Like it, you yeah. have to. And especially with a game this deep in terms of like characters and and words and all that, you have to have the same word ca- um, mm-hmm. classification across everything. Every different person that references has to be able to pronounce the word essentially the same the name essentially the same so it's really cool that they do that because i don't think many many genres don't do that in depth of a dive or they just bring the same actor back to use the same word mm-hmm. yeah and the, the really cool thing about that also is i think that they i mean i think they probably offer a little bit of variance in some of the pronunciation because you can hear it in the game it's pronounced there'll sure. be things that are pronounced just slightly differently depending on the race or depending on um you know like where they're at i guess in tamriel um so i find that interesting too because it's even it's even paralleling you know like modern world or every day how we may say things slightly differently um from person to person or region to region or whatever so pretty cool that they actually do take that into account and that they that they look at that um no i 100 percent agree i think that's perfect so yeah because like you, you said it exactly cool. like there are three six nine ten different there are ten distinct races playable races at least that you're going to interact with plus mm-hmm. a multitude of other races that are there too um each one of those races is going to pronounce a word slightly different it's very much the same as between you me being in the northwest and you being in the southeast um Mm-hmm. Like we pronounce words very yeah, different. Absolutely. It's like when I say roof and you say rough. Oh uh, yeah. Roof. Is, do you call it a roof down down where mm-hmm. you are? Yeah. Oh. It's a roof. A lot of Americans I've met 
Call it a rough. Eh? Eh? What's that about? What's that about, boot? Peanut? You know what? Don't talk to me. I'm just going to go. I, you know what? I'm just going to put my <laughs> camera on pause there and I'm just going to get myself a double double. No, don't leave me I'm here. I'm just kidding. Just, just order, order it on Skip just, the Dishes. Just order. I'm going to bring it to you. You're, you're going to bring me a double double? Would you even know how to order a double double? No, I don't even my know what that exactly. is. There you all go. You, all I think of when you say double double is left, right, double double. <laughs> It was funny. I was thinking about that. I'm like, one day I'm going to be able to left, right, double, double, just like cash. Thank you. Everybody in chat. Thank you. Everybody in chat said the left, same right, double, thing. Double, left, right, double, 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 left, you right. You can't order a double, double unless there's a left, right first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, anyway, pretty cool. And the fact that the lore master actually goes and records how to say That's them cool. for them so that they can add that as a pronunciation is really, really cool. I'd love to hear Zenki, uh, like, pronouncing random Dwemer words. We should just, like, yeah. So they <laughs> should put, funny. like, a bowl of marbles in front of him. We should. If we ever if we ever get him on the show, yes. we should just come up with a list of, like, really yes. random words from the game. <laughs> and then just be like, all right, speed round. Pronounce these. Go. Flashcards just up on the screen. <laughs> just, like, flashcards, like. What's this Nevin one? Nevin or What's whatever. I don't know. Nechuzen cleft or whatever it is. I don't even know. <laughs> Nine tail fox. So a dragon and a drummer <laughs> walk into a bar. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. Oh, exactly. My gosh. My gosh. So, yeah, it's a really good article. It's, it is. It's a little lengthy. It's a little lengthy, but it's. It's really cool to see some of the things that they write about. And it's really interesting to read um, a little bit more about the voiceover community and kind of how it works in video games, because I think I think a lot of VO artists mm -hmm. do multiple games. Right. But when you think about it, that means that they have to be very efficient and very smart how they record um, so that they have a large log of things to use later, as well as so that their time is being utilized wisely. So yeah, it's pretty cool. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So, do you remember last year? Mm -hmm. There was this meetup in Europe. Yeah. And at that meetup, I got really excited. Do you remember why I got really excited? Mm. Because it was live streamed at the time too. Yeah, because and it was Ark. It was at Arkaneer. Yeah, it was Ark. Um, and Daphne playing. Uh, Daphne. Yeah, Demon Cat Daphne playing a live Tales of Tribute match. Yes. I met Daphne. And it was at an ESO tavern. Yeah. And so what I'm getting to here is there's another ESO tavern coming to Europe. <sighs> I'm so in jealous. Germany. I'm specifically a cologne. You want to know something really cool about this tavern, though? What's that? They're going to be doing it in a castle. I know. An actual full on castle straight out of every medieval and fantasy thing you've ever played it's a castle so cool i know but wait so there's more what else there is more what else can you do there uh i only skimmed through the article so i'm gonna skim through it again do you want me to tell you or do you want to skim and see if you can find yeah, it? yeah can you tell me because you have it in the back of your head because i think you went over this yesterday 
You can camp there. Oh, camp on the castle grounds. Yes. So if you're going, like, you can email them and say that you're interested in staying on the grounds and, um, like, camping there. Flipping cool can, can, with I, can, can I yodel? Can, can I yodel into the... Wait, hang on. Yodeling is Swiss. Isn't it? Yes. Danish? I don't know. I think it's Swiss. You don't yodel in Germany. The hell are you talking about? Wow. Anyway, pretty pretty cool. Absolutely. I, I thought that was really cool. Uh there is some information on some small costs. It's not absorbent um and whatnot, but if you're interested in that, head on over to the elderschoolsonline.com website and in the news panel there is a whole document and a link within the document to give you information it's all being done through eventbrite um you have to register but that apparently you can plead your case by emailing them and basically beg for tickets that's what i gathered out of the article is that uh you basically get to beg for tickets and if you beg properly um you they might choose you to go you have better chances if you email them Hmm. It literally says that yeah. in the article, you have better chances yeah. if you email them yeah. and explain your case. I was I actually laughed when I read that. I was just like, oh, OK, so you want a thousand emails a day. Cool. Um, but yeah, definitely go there. Uh, unfortunately, I know I will not be going and bacon. I think you said you wanted to go, but it just wasn't going to work. <laughs> you and I last night at like three o'clock in the morning, we're like pricing out flights and comparing flight costs uh, to get out there. Like, what if we, if we met here and we got on the same plane, we could end up here and then we could both jump on the train. And that was a thing. We had that conversation. We did. It, just wasn't. it was more. We of, it was more of a blue sky dream than ever actually being yeah. able to go. But you know what? I don't want to jinx it, but there is someone that we know that might go. It's Gwen. There is. And. I was just going to say, she's right there in the chat. <laughs> so she said, you dorks. <laughs> she says, you dorks go, <laughs> just go. She says, I, all right, my, Gwen, if you, if you front half the cost of mine, do you see my, my heavy sack is empty from all of the trips that I went on for ESO. This year. Can you not hold it upside down though? There might be a little bit of color in the bottom. No, I'm okay. Oh, Quit it with your sticky fingers and put the stuff back. You know back. what? I can't help it, okay? Put the the, the silverware here is silver, not gold. And those banners. I know. I know. That fell. Yeah, I'm just going to set it to the side now because it's just it's going to not stay where I want it. <laughs> Gwen says that we're all going to share one tent. One big tent. She says she will share a campsite, not a tent. Those are very different well, same things. Same thing. Things. We get like one of those 16 man tents that have like individual rooms. So we'll each have our own little room and air mattresses and everything. It'll be great. Yeah, I agree, Booch. I think he's stinky fingers after uh, the intro that we did. Can still smell stinky. where he took his braces off. You know what? It's hard to wash off bracer or greaves stench. OK, off your hands. It touched the sweaty sock that was in there that I haven't taken off in two weeks. All right. The two-week-old sock. Moving on. Anyway. So there's a lot of different um, 
articles in there. There's a meet the character, Azundar Al Stone Al Sibades. Sibiads. Did I pronounce it right? Sibiads. Damn it. I don't know. I'm just Damn making it. it up. Azandar Al Azandar Al Sibiads. Azandar. Azandar Al Sibiades. Sibiad Sibiades. There's a guy named Azunder, and there is a meet the character about them. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go with that. It's, it's, Let's just go with it's that. It's actually really good. We we read it on SnugPod the other night. It's very, very good. Oh, very cool. So check it out. And then you learn a lot about I was him. Gonna say, there's also the Lore Masters Archive. Yeah, this one is um, pretty cool. I, I actually um, have not fully read through this one yet, but uh, definitely, again, it's a little more lengthy. But for the Lore Masters Archives, it's where they can um, people can submit questions and then uh, the Lore Master will answer them in character. So um, it, the questions were all answered as Azandar al Sibiads or Sibiadis or however we say his name. Um, so oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, the interesting thing about him, if you read the meet the character, is he's very like he's overly smart. Like he like. Mm hmm. Um, oh, what's his name from the five companions? Smart arrogantly smart uh, or intelligently smart like he just knows a lot of things hmm maybe a little of both i don't know it was pretty late last night abner thorn sorry i was thinking Ab abner, abner, smart. Like abner thorn abner smart abner smart <laughs> abner smart that thank you I mean, we got it perfectly abner smart yeah i think he's like the kind of smart that gets bored easily Got it. I'm smarter than you and you're boring me. Can well, you I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think it's like you're boring me, but it's like I'm smart and I'm bored. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. We'll have to see how his name how his name is pronounced cuz no one knows. Yeah, I'm curious about that now because you and I have been stumbling over this and reading it and stumbling and reading and stumbling and it's been hilarious. Minwe says he's the kind of guy so. that would have 5 games of Tales of Tribute running at one time. Fair. I might have five games of Tales of Tribute running at one time. Not going to lie. Hmm. Hmm. But um, yeah, the Loremasters archive is pretty fun because uh, it's answered in character and it's all um, questions that are vetted from the community. So there's some pretty, nice. pretty good stuff in there. Um, you know, they talk about everything from like how you become an arcanist to. Um, oh, like actually like transitioning from standard everyday nerd folk into specializing in arc arcane mist magic yeah um the lore behind it yeah it's it talks about the lore of like being able to wield the tome you know so it's pretty cool cool um and then they even oh, how does one become an arcanist well do you want me to do you want to read it or do you want me to read it i just i was just opened the document and i saw it mm -hmm. oh yeah you were saying um, that that's what it said yeah, there are as many answers to that question as there are arcanists in the world, Fred. Gleam Blossom. A tome travels somehow from Apocrypha to Nern and eventually finds a mortal soul that fits perfectly with its unique Infralux residence. The contents of the tome, circumstances of discovery, 
and mesh between the mortal and the book are wholly specific to that experience. The output of, the inter- of that interaction, the arcanist, is also a specific exemplar of phenomenon. Some arcanists, like myself, view the contents of our tomes with academic detachment. Others see it as a new framework within which to live their lives, yet others become as thirsty for knowledge as Hermaeus Mora himself. As they shut themselves away in isolated scholarship for the rest of their usually chaotic existences. There's a little bit more in there too, but it's cool. I actually like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The other fun question that they answer is the one right following it, and we don't have to read it, but definitely go check it out, is what caused so many arcanists Mm -hmm. to show themselves right now? So I think that's a pretty fun, like someone actually made them justify the lore for why the class is showing up uh, all of a sudden. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So there's lots of fun little, you know, little nuggets of stuff in there um, as you read through it, which is really fun. So uh, yeah, give it a check out. <laughs> give it a check out. It's a book. <laughs> I didn't even mean that, but well, I'm a nerd. Are you making Hermaeus Mora puns? Maybe. Can we do Mora? Well done. Okay. I'll uh, see myself out. That was too good. Thank you <laughs> for coming out. Appreciate it. Um, I guess on that note, speaking of Mora, we should do some lore. Uh? Wow. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I'll be here all month. <laughs> I'm going to have to compose myself before I start reading because I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I need a minute. Oh, boy. She's going to be reading her lore and all of a sudden she's going to think of a lore. Uh? <sighs> uh, one of these days, <laughs> you're just going like, to spit only, water out. It can only get better from there, right? <laughs> it can only get better than from this there. Went Absolutely, one hundred percent. This has been going downhill since he started stealing things from the Victory Tavern. Since we've been here, <laughs> let's be honest. It's been- oh, by the way, make sure you keep the bag upright because there might be some full decanters of mead in there. <laughs> what? Okay, it was for the road. <laughs> Do you all see what I have to put up with? Imagine owning Every a bar with this guy and trying to run a Where guild. do you think we get all of our cutlery from? Uh, you thought I bought that? Are you serious? You know how much the furnishings are for that place? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. We we do need Stendar Caddy. <sighs> anyway. All right. Well, lore, lore, lore. Lore lesson four. The knowledge that we seek. The Victory Tavern smelled of ale and war. Peanut and I had been in Cyrodiil for quite some time, taking keeps, repairing walls, and helping with the war efforts. Many lore seekers had done their time on the battlefield, and the Guild had seen a substantial amount of time working their way through the ranks of the Aldmeri Dominion. For most of that time, we had both seen and heard Predicate Mara, an Imperial priest of St. Alessia, For nearly two weeks, she had been offering blessings to those going on to the battlefield. Wearing her star-made wolf's head, she would discuss the Battle of Whitestrike at Heldon Bridge and the fall of the Aeliads. If you know the legend of Pelennor Whitestrike and St. Alessia, 
you're on the path to understanding. If not, well, those who accept the blessing are renowned for their brave deeds thereafter. Surely that's something your people value? Holy Writ states that at the Battle of Helden, fierce Pelinos face and hair were covered in the blood of righteously slaughtered aliens. Anoint yourself, likewise, in honor of his prowess, she would say. I still had some of the liquid stuck in my hair from the basin of the Gore Virtuous. I couldn't wait to get the feeling of battle and dust off my skin. Peanut leaned back in his chair as he dusted off his bracers and put his boots up on the other chair next to us. I still can't believe we managed to flip that last keep so quickly. It's a good thing we brought so much siege. That inner door didn't stand a chance. Too bad we had to leave the ram behind. Yeah, it's easily replaced, though. We can always talk to Mangeth at the Eastern Gate, I said. Both of us sat staring into the fireplace. It was flanked on each side by an Aldmeri banner and seemed exceptionally comforting after having seen the tides of battle. Candles flickered, and the light sound of music could be heard coming from the corner of the tavern as the barkeep lightly wiped down the bar and rearranged the glasses. I leaned back and put my feet up on the other half of the chair where peanuts were, joining him in finally relaxing. What do you think it would have been like to see Pelina Whitestrake fight for St. Alessia? I imagine it would have been pretty terrifying and impressive. Peanut furrowed his brow a little before he took a sip of his ale. Terrifying for sure, but also imagine being able to witness a key to turning the battle for the Imperial City. Things would look a lot different now if the Alessians hadn't won, I'd imagine. Imagine what it must have been like seeing the first Empress of Cyrodiil crowned. I nodded and took a drink of my wine. I imagine the siege at the White Gold Tower was pretty impressive. Too bad it's surrounded by all that rubble and smoke at the moment. I really hope that we can continue to drive Daedra out of the Imperial City. This war's been something else, and I hope one day we can see the sky there, and not with a giant dark anchor in it. He nodded and raised his glass towards me, before taking another drink in agreement. So, what now? <sighs> well, I keep thinking about what Jibs and Cash mentioned. Another room in the tavern? What do you think's in it? Old texts? Antiquities? Or pieces of Mora's whispers? They both had that look in their eye when they left through the portal. You know, the we know something you don't know, but we're also not going to tell you sort of look. Ina chuckled under his breath. Bacon. <laughs> Whatever it is, we will eventually find it. In the meantime, rest your weary bones and relax a little. He leaned back a bit more and folded his hands behind his head. I took a defeated sigh and another swig of my wine. From behind us, we heard the door to the tavern swing open and the familiar sound of boots on the floor. A courier approached, and he was carrying a small bound stack of parchments. Lore Seekers? Do you know how long I've been looking for you? Seems like you've been all over Cyrodiil. One of your trusted advisors, Virtuosity, told me you might be here. He seemed pretty busy working on potions to keep from getting stunned. I decided to head right over once he told me where you were. I've got something for you. Your eyes only. He handed the stack to us, and with that, out the door he went. Peanut sat the small bound papers on the table and began to pull off the string. Within the stack, we found a few texts and a letter sealed with a small wax seal of the reliquary eye. Opening it up, we soon noticed the tone of a familiar dark elf. 
My friends, it has been quite some time since you visited. You were inquiring about Mora's Whispers, as I recall. While foraging through my study the other day, I came across something that you might find intriguing, even more so considering what I understand of your current location. Please find some texts in clothes, and I do hope that you find the knowledge that you seek, but be forewarned, some have not been so lucky as to return from hearing the whispers and temptations of the Master of the Ties of Fate, so be on your guard. I wish you well on your journey. Aramithius. Wow. There must really be something in here if he cared to send it all this way, Peanut said as he handed me one of the papers. I opened up the first parchment. The top read, Crafting Motifs, Imperial Seerids. Peanut and I looked at each other puzzled. A crafting motif? Not sure why he'd send this. Maybe because he heard we were visiting Cyrodiil? Peanut chimed in. We both stood from the worn wooden chairs and walked over so that we could read the papers by the firelight. We leaned in towards each other, faces side by side and eyes wide with the anticipation of what might be within the text. The text appeared to be notes from an imperial ethnographer, Dr. Alfidia Lupus. I squinted a bit as I thought. Wait a minute, I know that name. She wrote a series of texts on the symbology used on the weapons and armor of various cultures in Tamriel. Yeah, she wrote those notes before she disappeared, right? Peanut questioned. I seem to remember reading some of them when researching crafting. She never published the notes, but an apprentice to someone she was close to managed to compile them. We started reading together, eyes pouring over the page, searching for what Arimithius might have been trying to point out. The Imperial City. I used to love it here. When I was young, my native town of Skingrad seemed hopelessly provincial to me, and I looked forward all year long to going along with Mother on her annual trip to the Heartland. For me, the capital was the epitome of learning, of culture, of everything I hold dear. I walk the avenues now from district to district, and I look. Skingrad seemed provincial, yes, but it was Colovian. Direct, forthright, with clean lines and a certain spare, ascetic look to it. And its people are much the same way. The imperial city, except for the walls and the tower, which are alien, is Nibbanese, refined, decorative, subtle, nuanced, decadent, corrupt, like its people, and the people it attracts. I was too late. Morian is gone with the help of Divith. Cursed Deveth, he fulfilled his dream and traveled to Oblivion. According to Seafidge, he went to Moonshadow as planned, but he didn't stay there. He went on to Ashpit, to Cold Harbor, to Quagmire, to Apocrypha. And there, in Apocrypha, he stayed. Seafidge told me, emotion quivering even in his flat reptilian voice, of how he once entered Oblivion. Morian seemed to be more reckless, more enraptured, with each portal to a new plane. How he ignored his assistant's pleas to return. How Apocrypha entranced him. Seafidge Hija was beside himself, holding his head with its drooping spines, clearly at his wit's end. It was up to me. I ran to Diva's room, though Seafidge said that he was gone, hoping he'd left some way to get in touch with him, hoping he would respond to my appeals for help. I found only a book open on his desk, a book titled Fragmentae Abyssium Hermaeus Morris. It was open to what seemed to be a summoning ritual for the Daedric Prince Hermaeus Mora, specifying that whatever price is named shall be met. A ritual to Hermaeus Mora, the Lord of Apocrypha. 
I ran to Morian's laboratory. It was looted, ransacked. The only thing of interest was a crumpled note, and it read, When thou enterest into oblivion, oblivion entereth into thee. Morian is gone, gone to Apocrypha where he stays. And so I walk from district to district wondering, what price had the Lord of Apocrypha named to Devathvir? What price for the entrancement, the captivity of Morian Zenus? I walk the streets, the avenues, and alleys, wondering, wondering when I, too, will be ready to pay the price. We rapidly shuffled the papers and flipped to the secondary text. This one was much longer. The Doors of Oblivion, it was titled. It was by Sif Hija, apprentice to Morian. Beneath the title at the top, a haunting province. When thou enterest into oblivion, oblivion enterest into thee. The text was slightly haunting. It spoke of traversing the plains of oblivion. It recounted Morian's and a seeking out Devith. Certain sections of the text had been circled in ink, presumably by Arimetheus. The simplest and most maddeningly complex way to go to oblivion was simply to cease to be here and begin to be there. Throughout history, there are examples of mages who seem to travel to the realms beyond ours, seemingly at will. A bit further down the page, some more was circled. He was not easy to reach, and he was reluctant to share with Morian the secret door to oblivion. Fortunately, my master's knowledge of lore impressed Fear, and he taught him the way. I would be breaking my promise to Xenus and Fear to explain the procedure here, and I would not divulge it, even if I could. There is dangerous knowledge to be had, that is it. But I do not reveal too much to say that Fear's scheme relied on exploiting a series of portals to various realms created by a Telvanni wizard long missing and presumed dead. Against the disadvantage of this limited number of access points, we weighed the relative reliability and security of passage, and considered ourselves fortunate in our informant. Morian Zenis then left his world to begin his exploration. I stayed at the library to transcribe his information and help him with any research he needed. As the text continued, the Argonian mage spoke of more strange and mysterious magics. Even while Morian traversed the plains of oblivion, the mage could hear his master's whispers as he passed from portal to portal. We read the rest of the text that Arimetheus had circled. I heard him laugh. I feel like I'm home now. Morian Zenis described to me an endless library, shelves stretching on in every direction, Stacks on top of stacks, pages floated on a mystical wind that he could not feel. Every book had a black cover with no title. He could see no one, but felt the presence of ghosts moving through the stacks, rifling through books, ever searching. It was Apocrypha, the home of Hermaeus Mora, where all forbidden knowledge can be found. I felt a shudder in my mind, but I could not tell if it was my master's or mine. Morian Zenis never traveled to another realm that I know of. Throughout his visits to the first four realms, my master spoke to me constantly. Upon entering Apocrypha, he became quieter as he was lured into the world of research and study, the passions that had controlled his heart while on Nern. I would frantically try to call him, but he closed his mind to me. Then he would whisper, This cannot be. No one would ever guess the truth. I must learn more. I see the world, a last illusion shimmer. It's crumbling all around us. I would cry back to him, begging him to tell me what was happening, what he was seeing, what he was learning. I even tried using conjuration to summon him as if he were a daedra himself, but he refused to leave. 
Morian Zenis was lost. I last received a whisper from him six months ago. Before then, it had been five years, and three before that. His thoughts are no longer intelligible in any language. Perhaps he's still in Apocrypha, lost but happy, in a trap that he refuses to escape. Perhaps he slipped between the stacks and passed into the madhouse of Sheagorath, losing his sanity forever. I would save him if I could. I would silence his whispers, if I could. We both looked up from the pages. As I pondered what I read, I felt a shudder go down my spine. Are we sure we want to keep going down this path? I, I mean, I know we are lore seekers, but this is getting a bit dark, don't you think? Peanut looked lost in thought for a moment, as if he was weighing the outcomes. I mean, the allure of lost knowledge is a strong one. I guess we can potentially see why that antiquity might be called Mora's Whispers. So what do we do now? I asked. I don't think we can do much until we do a bit more research on good old Hermie. Have you ever been to Necrum Bacon? Necrum? You mean like the city in the Telvanni Peninsula? That's the one. Can't say that I have. What do you have in mind, my friend? Well, lately, there have been rumors of a bindery there that leads to Apocrypha. I grabbed my quiver and my bow and threw them over my back. Well, what are we waiting for? For the lore, am I right? But hey, look, this time I'm leading because I do not want to fall off a cliff again. For the lore, Bacon. Let's go, he said, laughing as he closed the door behind us. Well, there it is. That I was, was great. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> wow. You and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday, too, and the connection of the style pages to a specific, like there's a story behind every style page, which I thought was really neat. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that the Imperial one, it connects to Hermaeus Mora and. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I, OK, so how this started was I was wanting to look up stuff on White Strikes and Cyrodiil. And I'm like, OK, well, mm -hmm. you know, we're going into Necrom. I mean, if I can tie something to it, great. If not, no big deal. Um, and I started looking things up and I went into my Tales of Tamriel book, which I have, and I opened it up and I was like, okay, let me look at anything that says Imperial or anything that says Cyrodiil, right? So I get to the Imperial style page and it's like Imperial Cyrods. And then I, I start reading it and I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I was like, this can't be more perfect. This is, this is, this is great. I have no idea how I'm going to use this, but this is great. Um, because we're in Cyrodiil and we need to get to, uh, you know, Necrom or Apocrypha or whatever. So I ended up kind of, you know, tweaking that and and messing around with it and um, looking over the text a few times. I talked with you a little bit and kind of decided how we wanted to do it and whatnot. And then um, hmm. beyond that, uh, I started looking for other things. And, you know, you get into the lore rabbit hole, right, where you just start clicking and clicking yep. and <laughs> clicking and pretty soon I had like 30 tabs open and didn't know what I wanted to write about. <laughs> it's like all sorts of sorts of different things. Um, but yeah, the the style pages, I hope we get to cover them more because the first uh, few of them that are all like the major ones, I'll say, like the initial original ones, all tie together um, from that ethnographer. And 
they're they're actually really really cool to read so if you haven't read them mm-hmm. uh, i highly recommend going and reading i think it's like the first 10 um style pages or something like that because it talks specifically yeah. about um the uh the races and whatnot so it's really cool and then beyond that um Today, when I was like kind of poking around and looking at things, I actually talked to Arimetheus for a few minutes and he said, well, have you ever read this text? And he sent me the one that was the second half of the lore lesson. So I was like, I have not. That's not originally what I was going to use, but I like it (laughs) because I mentioned to him the people in the style page text. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's a lot more about them. If you actually read this other this other um uh you know piece called um gosh let me not get the name wrong hold on what the name of that actual um text is it is uh doors of oblivion i believe yeah the doors of oblivion um i'm gonna link it in the chat really quick for people here um it's a very long text. I did not use all of it, uh, but it is. And there's a lot of pronunciation things in it. <laughs> so sorry. Sorry, ESO, if I butchered all those names. But um, you butchered. all. I, of them. I'm sure I probably did, if we're being honest. But uh, yeah, it's a really, really cool lore text. And it, a lot of things tie together. And I can't wait to see what little like Easter egg nugget things are are happening as we move into the Necrom chapter and as we start to find out more about Hermaeus Mora and how he ties to everything. So pretty, exciting. pretty cool, pretty exciting. Yeah, I did glance yesterday through a little bit of the style pages. And yeah, when you get into like some of the. No, I don't want, I guess the lesser, the the lesser specific style pages, you start to see like they have explanations on like why they're designed the way they're designed Mm -hmm. the style. Like there actually is a reason behind why they're designed that way. And it tells you like, you know, the gloves and the boots and the chest piece, like why did they build it this way? Why is it light? Why is it heavy? What's the reason behind it? Um, And I was like, okay, that is actually so cool because they could have seriously just been like, it's this way because it's this way. But they're like, no, no, no. We're going to give you some written lore reasons as to why they're decorated this way. Why they're these colors by default. Why they use these materials. Why they're this. Why they're that. And it's like, okay, this is really neat. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, too, like the, ba- the base game racial um, style pages, too. Like there's a whole written story. And you could read this in game mm-hmm. when you go and find the style page, the crafting motifs. When you open up, there's that page that comes up and you can read it. And there is every single piece in that style page chapter is there and it will tell you what they are. Um, so it's not this isn't just something that's in behind. It's it's readable. You can yeah. read it as you collect those style pages. So, yeah, so you can either RP, really you can like RP read it if you want in game um, or <laughs> you can go through the Imperial Library or UESP or wherever it is that you get your lore from. Um, and, uh, read through, read through all these texts cause they're pretty cool. So I love, yeah. I, when I start off doing a lore lesson, I, I was telling someone else about this earlier. I almost always start off wanting to do one thing and I get an idea and I map it out and then I start writing and it writes itself and I completely flip whatever I'm doing. 
<laughs> so it makes it sometimes it makes it a little bit of a challenge to keep. I'm gonna write about this. Whatever, okay, cool. Whatever, I'm gonna start setting up all this stuff. <laughs> whatever arc I'm going for, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out, but yeah, um, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. So it makes doing the digital side of things and the visual side of things for the stream sometimes difficult because she'll change her mind halfway through and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to go find another place to go and take pictures in for the, for stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't make it too hard. No, no. Usually we talk about it before I write it most of the time. Truth. That is true. So there you go. Mm. Well done. Thank you. Well, it is that time of the episode, and it is the time in which we play our favorite song in the background and we say good night for the evening. Uh, thank you, everyone, for being here. You guys are absolutely fantastic, and we love just jumping in the tavern. I was really excited to be here today. So, yeah, I don't know. How, how about you? I was very excited to be here, too. And thanks, everyone, um, for uh, putting up with us basically throwing rocks at each other for the last hour and a half and me trying to keep him from stealing things stop that <laughs> goodness don't 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 look in the bag you were in a lore lesson you were talking lore and I wandered I can't sit still all right uh, well speaking of sitting still if you can't sit still or you can't sit still for five minutes and you jump on your mobile devices or computers, where can we find you on all the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Katie Stunt Show. Um, it also has Gone Crazy Back SN in there, so you know it's me. Or you can find me on Discord uh, as Gone Crazy Back Soon. Um, I'm in the Lore Seekers Discord as well as a plethora of other... <laughs> Um, content creators and Elder Scrolls discords. So if you see me, please feel free to say hi, because um, that's where I mostly am. Fantastic. And you can find myself on Twitter at Toasted Peanut and also in the discord at Toasted Peanut. And in our discord, it's actually at Lore Seeker Peanut. Um, you can also find me on Twitch at Toasted Peanut. Um, that's where you can find me and you can also find me on the snug podcast or at snug podcast when i'm not here in the tavern with toasted peanut this is true uh and we are do recording this live on twitch tonight um so if you would love to be a part of the live show you can find us at the lore seekers esl on twitch uh, you can come join in our live uh, sessions. We post when we're going live and information about that on our Twitter account, which is also the Lore Seekers ESL. And something new, which we haven't talked about, is our podcast availability is available on pretty much all the major podcasting platforms. So if you are listening to us from a podcasting platform, fantastic. If you happen to be listening to us, though, from Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. Every five-star review that we get on Apple Podcasts, we will read it live here on the channel, live on stream, so you're going to get your live shout-out, and it will also be in the podcast as well. If you'd like to join us, you can also find us at loreseekers.club online, where you can join a bunch of our communities, or if you'd like the direct link, you can go to discord.gg forward slash the Loreseekers ESO. Oh, just kidding. Loreseekers ESO. There's no the in that one. <laughs> oh, it's not the Lore Seekers? I don't believe so. I think that one is just Lore Seekers okay. ESO. 
we really need to figure that out and determine which direction. I think we have a few different socials that use the and don't, mm-hmm. but we'll figure it out. It's all good. Yeah, fantastic. We'd love to have you part of the community. Other than that, yeah, thank you everyone for being here. You guys are fantastic. As I said before, we look forward to seeing you. Remember, next week, June 5th, Necrom officially drops for PC and Mac. And then a couple weeks later, it'll drop on console, which is June 20th. We're so excited. You'll find us there. We'll be back. We're working on things. And it's going to be Necrom related. So stay tuned. Dilly. Dilly. Good night, fam. Good night.